Hello, I'm Sim Tak, a global analyst at Stratfor, a rain company. This podcast is brought to you by Stratfor Worldview, rain's premier digital publication for objective geopolitical intelligence and analysis. Special subscription rates for podcast listeners can be found at stratfor.com slash podcast offer. Welcome to the Essential Geopolitics podcast from Stratfor, a rain company. I'm Emily Donahue. Today I'm speaking with Middle East and North Africa analyst Ryan Bowl. Welcome, Ryan. Hi, thanks for having me, Emily. The world, Ryan, is almost a year into the coronavirus pandemic. In several countries, there's been an uptick in cases, including the United States recently. Israel is in its second lockdown. What happened in Israel that caused it to go back into a second lockdown? Well, we can start at the the beginning of this story, which was the the springtime lockdown, which was quite strict and whose intention was to crush the curve, uh, which is what Israel did. By mid-May, they had a a low number of cases, a low community spread, and the Israeli uh, government believed that they had gotten the problem uh, dealt with. So Israel did something that was different than many other countries. It didn't begin to reopen. It just reopened rather suddenly, more or less all at once at the end of May and beginning of June. And when that happened, the handful of cases that were still uh, happening within Israel were given a chance to start to grow again. And by early July, it was clear that they were the beginning of, of a second wave. And over those July and August summer months, it continued to grow and grow until they reached a critical threshold in September, where the health authorities began to warn that they were about to hit that, that, that line where the health system could be overwhelmed. And that's when Israel's unity government decided they had little choice but to go back into a second national lockdown. Well, how is this lockdown progressing? And double question here, what's the exit strategy for the country? Well, the initial evidence does seem to suggest that the lockdown is slowing down the day-by-day caseload. So going from these very, very highs of, of of thousands of cases to lower thousands, two or 3,000 cases, still much higher than what they saw in the spring, but far lower than that August-September spike. So there does seem to be a suggestion that this lockdown is working in, in curbing the spread. Uh, but at the same time, there's a real issue for the Israelis that they don't have a clean exit strategy yet. Uh, unlike last time, where they decided to reopen all at once, this time the unity government is hinging reopening more on the caseload and the positivity rate and then the the strain of the healthcare system before they decide to lift restrictions. And so they have this long vision now of a slow emergence from this lockdown rather than a quick one uh, that they did in the spring. Ryan, some countries looked at Israel's experience with its schools to help inform their strategies about reopening. Would this second lockdown inform the global conversation about COVID as well? I mean, certainly the fall season, the cooler temperatures and potential new waves are emerging in places like Europe and the United States. Well, certainly. Many different politicians and health authorities will be looking at what uh, happens during this second Israeli lockdown to see if there are any lessons that might apply to their local situation. Uh, That being said, 
lockdown has been pretty politicized by leaders across the spectrum. Uh, and so they will often be cherry picking from the Israeli experience things that suit their political arguments more so than the, the health analysis about whether or not lockdown is truly the effective weapon that's needed to break a, a second or even a third wave. So I think that many leaders will be looking at Israel and, and seeing what they want to see out of that experience, uh, as opposed to giving us some new guidelines that could be applied universally to, to countries around the world. Ryan, I read a recent report in the AP that said internal to Israel, uh, the lockdown has had uneven economic effects. Is that likely to have any political ramifications? Well, it's a fascinating situation with Israel's political setup. Uh, this unity government came together to combat COVID uh, in spite of year, you know, over of approximately a year of, of inconclusive elections, uh, they finally came together, these rivals of Benny Gantz and Benjamin Netanyahu, to beat back COVID. Now that they've done so, the political cracks aren't resurfacing the way that one might expect. None of the factions on either the left or the center right, or they're not able to find a way to capitalize on this. There's an awful lot of anger within Israel at the second lockdown, and there's a, a general feeling that most Israelis have that it's every man for themselves, that everyone needs to take care of themselves now. The, the, the feeling of national unity that came in the spring has largely evaporated on the street, but that hasn't translated into the government yet, in large part because uh, if you do collapse this government, what then, what happens next? Uh, having an election in the middle of a pandemic, having another election where nobody's a clear winner, all of that is keeping the unity government sort of together in, in, a, in a way that it's still rather fragile, but it's still functioning. So it's an interesting dichotomy in that many Israelis are angry about the policies that the government is taking, but the government's uh, own internal rivals can't find a way to capitalize that in a way that, that might let them take power without being in this alliance that many of them don't like. That's really interesting. Thank you so much for that, Ryan. Thank you, Emily. Ryan Boll is a Middle East and North Africa analyst for Stratfor, a rain company. You can read more of his comprehensive intelligence and forecasting on the geopolitics of Israel and the Middle East region. And you can keep ahead of what happens next with a subscription to Stratfor Worldview. Check out the special price for podcast listeners at stratfor.com slash podcast offer. That's all one word, stratfor.com slash podcast offer. I'm Emily Donahue. Thanks for listening.